Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. Welcoming you all back in this African history revolution, evolution, 
we gonna just go play Little Monk, but we know what it is. 365. Apparently, this is 366 because we're in a leap Boom. year. And we thank you all Leaping for coming in and being with generation. us Absolutely. all the time. It matters. We hear sound bites. Well, black hospice is the claim. One, One world, world is, is the aim. I think. conversations that are pertinent to our, our human landscape, Peace our black blessings. landscape, our blackness all day, every day. Our personal edification is fortification. Nasir Khan Neferah, this is. Neferah, too, Mati Rashe. <clears throat> yeah, it's Black History Month still, yet and still all day, every day. Um, black yeah, History day. Life. About that life so out here in these streets. operating within. Um, <clears throat> Thanks. Yes. So, yeah, join the conversation. Um, join the chat. If you're on the, uh, Facebook tonight, we yes. appreciate you for tuning in. Um, please share the video. Um, if you enjoy and find value in the content, please share the content. Please share the video. Uh, join the conversation in the chat and talk to us. Let's see what's mm -hmm. up. See what's going on with with the with the Earth's people. That's yeah, what we are here ready to do. Family. Do do. Um, so we're gonna talk <laughs> about a few things. <laughs> okay, with these tunes. Shoot. Um, we're gonna talk. Uh, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and we both are talking out here like we got frogs in our throats. We ate all the frogs this past week. I don't know what's going on with life right now, but um, <clears throat> ain't no coronas. We're in recovery. Know. Yeah, we're working it out. Yeah, yeah. some some got us, y'all, but you know we still out here doing our best yeah, to deliver these streets. Being with your family, deliver the message in these message and delivering streets. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, we we still here to talk to y'all, um, and. Again, it's Black History Month, and then we're, com we're actually coming off an interesting week because um, we, we decided to talk about these two topics today, and then whatever comes up, really, as a result of it. Um, mm -hmm. But um, <clears throat> we recently saw, uh, for free, <laughs> the Harriet movie. Cause we wouldn't give him a dime. I'm going to tell you that right movie, now. We, we, wasn't about that. That. Mm -hmm. we really, really wasn't about that life. Sorry, y'all. That Everyone that loved it and raved about it, um, we just wasn't about that life. So, But we did see it. We got an opportunity to see it. Um, <clears throat> kind of vibe for a bit with those people mm -hmm. around that, so peace and blessings. Um, to, to got everybody. to hang with the with yeah. the uh, elder, hang with the elders, Dr. Leonard Jeffries. Yeah, shouts out Dr. Who Leonard coordinated Jeffries. the uh, well, yeah. source of knowledge who coordinated of knowledge, it, but yes, indeed, he held the commentary um, for us on behalf of uh, there, no? oh, because you had to charge it, yeah, yeah. Should be able to hand still, yeah, I think, okay, yeah, I mean, it's not inhibiting it, um. Yeah. So we're gonna see Harry movie, and we also got to see um, the new Malcolm series. Uh, I mean, excuse me, the new series on Netflix, which we find it very interesting. Alone, that mm -hmm. something that's even put into space, but that's another conversation. Right. And so, um, the looking at who killed Malcolm X, but um, I think we could probably touch on the Harriet piece first. Um, mm -hmm. If you want to share your thoughts on that, we're trying to get a little something um, together here. Well, <coughs> excuse me. There was a lot of uh, dishevelment. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> dishevelment. Yeah, there was. I felt like there was just it was adding confusion, in my opinion, to uh, what what became of the Harriet Tubman movie. You know, with regards to, I feel like because I'm clear on energy, so when people bring forward certain things, I think it matters that um, what their particular intention is around it. So the issue was about the 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 uh, main actress in the movie mm -hmm. being not of American African descent but about African and if we've spoken to the family and you know you know our my position you know our position around um, the diaspora see we're here for Africans you black you African you from across the diaspora we're one family period now we do are we are intellectual and we do understand overstand that there we have some soft spots within our community 
And some of those soft spots are the rift in the relationship between Africans from the continent and Africans from America and Africans from all over the country, all over the world. We have Africans that are dropped in different borders and there's a real unity breach in that conversation because certain Africans that are dropped at other borders feel themselves superior to other Africans that were dropped at different borders Especially along the journey, right? Borders. They would drop their borders or they were they personally migrated to different countries over time or they are the indigenous of that land, people of color, but they're actually Africans of that land who, who migrated centuries and centuries and centuries ago before Europeans entered this side of the hemisphere. Um, and there's a lot of cluster fucking conversation that's going on in that space that is creating these these um, these barriers. And then unfortunately what happened when the European intercepted some of these Africans from across the world that they're now calling people of color, <clears throat> he unfortunately, um, the, Afri- the, the European uh, integrated himself into the space, sometimes bullied himself into the space and did whatever he wanted to do. And his presence in and of itself created disharmony to that space. Mm. So now these Africans that are indigenous <clears throat> Africans, these indigenous people who were Africans are now varying shades and they're having difficulty with their own identity crisis. So what they're doing is identifying with that particular land as opposed to their origin and their heritage. And then, you know, so we have these rifts within our community that we really get to address. Peace and blessings, my sister Adra. I see you out there. It's peace and blessings, Leanna. Thank you. Yes, thank you for joining Leanna, us. I appreciate you for coming, thank my you, thank beloved. You for, thank you for sharing the um, broadcast. Thank you for sharing. Really appreciate thank you. you. Really appreciate, appreciate you coming in. Um, sister, thank peace you for and sharing. Um, but there is definitely a rift in our community. Peace and blessings out there in IG land for coming in. Mm-hmm. Sound bites out here in these mean streets. We out here broadcasting live for your edification, fortification, and elevation. Peace and blessings. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the Harriet Tubman movie and the rift that is between the Africans from across the diaspora. What we're not going to do, because it's not intelligent for us to ignore the fact that we know we got a rift in our house. Like, that's not helpful. Mm-hmm. That's not a strategy to win. That doesn't support us moving forward. Now, what we get to do is we get to sweep around our own front door and, and do some housekeeping, right? But this has nothing to do with nobody else outside of our house. We get to address our circumstances, and we have some soft spots that are making us vulnerable with these rifts about Africans from different borders who were dropped off whatever. Right, we know this. So this particular African, she felt like herself superior because she has had so much exposure to Eurocentrism, um, and that's another problem within our community that we also get to address as a vulnerable spot that needs to be addressed so that we can heal our circumstance and bring ourselves closer together. Is we get this sense of superiority because we have had access to Eurocentric thought and we get to lord over other Africans and judge them for their lack of or whatever that we believe, which a lot of times I found is short-sighted. Because this is the thing, you can't beat up somebody for being sick, mm-hmm. right? There are Africans in America that are profoundly sick, profoundly ill, and their behaviors are completely... Um, uh, gosh, I can't even like. I'm trying to be nice about the way I want to present this, but <laughs> um, our behaviors of Africans here on this American continent, as well as Africans on other, because listen, in all people, because this is about social, right? Our social behaviors, and some of us just got bad behaviors, but some of those bad behaviors are very relative to our engagement with white-centered consciousness, mm. with Eurocentrism. 
right? They, they, don't, they don't love African. They don't love themselves. They don't love other Africans. And then there are some of us who have certain individual pride within themselves, yet they're willing to hurt, mistreat, abuse, steal from, exploit other Africans. And that's not African. That is not <clears throat> African. Okay. So if you don't have the desire to see other Africans, I tried to give you guys at some point through keys to saw our other modality of fortification, edification, elevation. Um, I gave you guys Sawabona. Now Sawabona is a South African greeting that means I see you. It's, it does, it's not just a greeting, though. There is a personal and intimate sentiment that goes along with Sawabona. Well, the seed was planted, and I have plenty of people all over my timeline, people I've never met, people who I don't even see, who only their only interactions with me are online. And they are now greeting me, Sawabona, Sawabona, and some of us get it, but the great majority of us do not get it. We've learned something new, which is cool, like Funga Alafia, which means welcome, peace and blessings, it means welcome when we welcome you. And we're glad that your, your, your ability to, to embrace the language or understand the translation. However, the goal is to be the word. I see you African means I see the best in you. I see what's good for you, right? I see I love you. I have um, support for you. Or I'm engaged in fortifying or sending you positive vibes and positive energy. That's what it means that I see you. And I can also see your struggle and your journey and, and the rifts in your lives, etc. It means I see into you on a cosmic level. African, I'm not African because I was born in Africa. I'm African because African was born in me, mm. right? Saobona. This is what it means, right? But this is not what people were taking away and moving with. Because once you take that and you own Saobona, <clears throat> now your behavior has to change towards Africans, right? And radical individualism doesn't work with being African. Because we are a community-focused people. Mm -hmm. And that takes us back to this Harriet conversation. So Harriet is not necessarily functioning from a community conversation as an African. And we know this. We expect other people to behave like community, but we rarely do. Mm -hmm. Right? We'll, we'll point out so-and-so, or so-and-so is out there running game, or so-and-so don't like black people, or so-and-so hating on black people, or so-and-so says such and such. Don't boycott them, or don't do with them, or don't support them. Those Africans over there but where the ourselves not being community and unity. Mm -hmm. We ourselves are not expressing Saobona as an mm -hmm. application and an action and a behavior on a daily basis mm -hmm. within the matrix. Right? So we someone said that, you know, and, and we they posted her comments about how she decided she was gonna lord over um, and be superior to American blacks. Right. A lot of her a lot of her commentary is very um <clears throat> anti American black. Yeah. Uh, especially anti American black women. Mm -hmm. um, very much uh, this, uh, these ideals of like um, basic TV perception, which mm -hmm. is unfortunate. Um, and really quick, that stems back to um, a reflection when you know seeing uh, the good brother David Banner one time um, performing and sharing his piece on a stage and speaking about the reflection of how we're, how we're perceived internationally. Um, we mean, meaning like, you know, musicians, rap artists, things like that, or black people mm -hmm. are perceived internationally. And generally the international scope of American blacks is this, is like rap music and, and what's perceived in rap music, which is the, the thuggishness, the gangster, the ghetto, the, the, um, the ebonics, like whatever you want to call it, the basic tropes that go along with the idea of what the American black is, the lazy, mm -hmm. the like, you know, the, the saggy pants, everybody, that, that's what the perception has been by and large. It's from, from what he's expected, his, his experience, which mm -hmm. does make sense as far as like, you know, how American media controls the, the, the import, import and out and export 
of information, including imagery of and, and perception. Right. Um, that is part of that that export import um, conversation. So how people see us and virtually how we get to see them controls how we get to interact with each other. So within that is like a lot of her commentary, um, which isn't very much past. You know, a lot of celebrities get past commentary brought up. Hers is very recent, um, <clears throat> even right before the Harriet movie. Um, that hi that it's a um, blessing, so. blessing blessings people yes. So Diana is saying that lady is out of control. We pulled up her old tweets. We welcomed them in the eighties, even though um, even and we were wearing all their clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, and bless brother Sean. Peace. Bless, bless his brother Sean. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah but like, but yeah, but like, and, you know, and just around that, like you know, very much like you know, um, speaking what she thinks was ebonics or what a, a black American woman mm-hmm. drawl is or what have you. All mm-hmm. of these things just came up and came up as a very recent in the past couple years, um, probably within the year of her even making right. the Harriet movie. So it did, so while a lot of people had their trepidations around her playing the part just for her not being American black, but more specifically, uh, what posed as a, a grave concern was the fact that she has such anti-black American <laughs> sentiments. Right. Harriet herself is a story, a revolutionary story right. of the... Her love, her love and the risks that she was willing to take yeah. in order to express her love for her That's people shame. because she could solve or not. Right, she could see how the pain that her people was experiencing in slavery. Mm -hmm. Right, and she understood that I ain't supposed to be no slave because I'm a person. She understood that. And with this being said, that how do you have someone? But you know something. This is what white center consciousness does. White center consciousness says we got a brown person. So this is when white center consciousness gets to dictate what in black is enough black. Mm -hmm. Apparently, for white center consciousness, being brown is just enough. Mm -hmm. They have placed a lot of brown people in positions and because we are refusing to have a conversation about our vulnerable spot in our house and the breakdown in relationship with Africans from different borders. We're not having an authentic conversation about what is making us what's making us vulnerable. That's our bag. Mm-hmm. So because that's our bag, we have not yet reached out to these Africans that are getting access because they're brown. And then they come into the space and I've seen them. I've seen them. Because they've gotten their come up in the past 35, 40 years. And they're getting access because white people are comfortable with Africans, new Africans. Mm-hmm. Because new Africans, which is a play on labor. Diana says, we fought for civil rights for them to come here. And a lot of them are shitting on us and I don't understand that. This is the point. This is the point. Because we never, when they first got here, the most American blacks made fun of them. And the reason being is because Africans in America were taught that Africans from Africa were African booty scratchers. Right. They lived in huts it and they drank monkey blood and they had, they had their faces painted. This is the narrative that was given to American blacks. My grandmother, who died at 80 years old, had been telling me, oh, she <clears> was the daughter of a sharecropper. Her mother was a slave. Okay, so... Um, at that point, to give you a perspective, to give you a perspective how long ago slavery line. was. Slavery was five minutes ago, it right? Really was. 1865 was like right there, right? Literally. So you're talking about people. If you're born in 1870, 1865, slavery was over. The Emancipation Proclamation came out in 1865. Okay, so 1865 was five minutes ago. I mm-hmm. want you to know this in perspective of time. So Reconstruction, right after Reconstruction came convict leasing, right after they burned down Tulsa, Oklahoma, and all of these cities around the country. So we really want to know about these timelines so that we understand the social condition. And yes, we built, and, and our Africans, we put in a lot of work, a lot of bloodshed. 
for a lot of people. A lot lot of people who have immigrated to this country get to take advantage of the benefits that was created in this country through bloodshed. Mm. Bloodshed. And the African in America continues to stand alone in the great majority of this fight because Africans from other countries come to this land and they they strictly want to be a part of this system. Mm -hmm. They literally take to it like a moth to a flame. They learn mm. the, the writing on the wall, and one, two, three, four, five, and they, they play the system, and they play up to whiteness. Mm-hmm. They play up to whiteness. They don't mind tap dancing and shuffling. I've seen them. Uh, Africans from other borders, Caribbeans, West Indies, et cetera, and then they get very, very um, bougie and superior to look down on other Africans. They tell me all the time. The first thing they do is ask me, where you from? They always ask me where I'm from. They always ask me where I'm from. And you don't have to know that they don't have to have an accent. They don't have to have an appearance because at this point, it's gotten to the point where we talk about 45, 50 years now of immigrating to America out of choice mm-hmm. for Africans from other cultures. And what the white center consciousness has done is it's controlled labor. So it starved some of these countries. So that as soon as these folks come to this country and they see this place as a land flowing with milk and honey, they can't wait to be a part of it. They don't want no part of creating no risk with white folks because they want to be a part of this system. Because we are not addressing the sensitivity within our house, we're getting played by this. This is a vulnerable spot for us. We're getting straight played because what they're doing is they have an ability to divide us. And as long as they can divide us, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we can't work together in unison. And this goes for the Africans that have immigrated to Europe. Mm-hmm. They were raised by the mother of slavery. Mm-hmm. Europe and European countries where Africans from Africa on the east continent, on the east side of the world, migrate north for education. They go to uh, European schools and they learn to speak these languages. Mm-hmm. The and they've been factors. colonized in Africa by the French. Like, they, they like it's, it's, it's so diabolical what's happened to our community. So being Pan-African, what is, what, what is she saying? They pushing foundation black Africans out of the movies and the music industry. Yes, because what has happened is whiteness is dictating what in black is beautiful, how much black is enough black. So, yeah, they mm-hmm. got these folks. They slide them right into pop culture. Mm-hmm. They slide them. Those are the ones that get the back-end jobs. So when you wonder how these ads get out here, but you know they got an African at the round table. They got a, a Haitian at the round table. They got a Jamaican or, or a, a Guyanese. They got somebody brown at the round mm-hmm. table when they did this post. Because they bring, they, they have our people because they created laws called affirmative action. And they got this pseudo diversity and inclusion conversation going on. And I'm not here for it. I'm not here for this being a criticism. This is an analysis. And if you want to win, you better know the rules to the game. Mm-hmm. And we have too many vulnerable spots that we are not addressing. And listen, they have the United States government, when some of these folks get their paperwork, they got people from other cultures who just got their white privilege card. Italians, Jews, Irish, who have these government jobs, who work at the IRS, who work at the uh, immigration office, who are telling these folks when they come in here, don't mess with them American blacks, they smoke drugs, they druggies. And I had a Bangladeshi person <clears throat> tell me this to my face, that one of the workers, when they was processing their paperwork, told them, do not interact with the American black people. They druggies, they like rap music, they will steal from you, 
they druggy and they rape and this is what these people are telling these folks so there's a lot that's in the space that's creating this narrative the most uh brother sean has said the most we weren't even african americans even though uh we our africans are from african countries um, to most, we aren't even African-American, even though we have ancestors from African countries. Right, and yeah. that's a rift. That's a rift. That's something for yeah. us to address. The fact that Africans from Africa, some of us, some of them don't recognize us as being brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. See, these are things that we got to address. And the fact that we won't talk about them is a problem. Right. Right? But that's a, that's a disconnect that's been built. And then when you look at like things like how we're portrayed in the media, and even now, there is there's a level of control of, 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 of blackness that you can exude. Um, so when you see brown people in, in, in these spaces, touch on what you were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. um, and you don't, and it's not going to be a one hundred percent characterization of who black people are, more like a caricature. Right. If anything, take for instance, we have this this new news channel, news channel, mm. uh, the black news channel, which is and I'm hella critique, uh, critical about this because it's a black news channel, 24-7 news that's supposed to pertain and be, you know, you know, important to black people, and the CEO is a white man. Now, because the co-owner, co-founder, whatever, is a black man, it's, well, I guess that's what's supposed to make it all right. Mm -hmm. No, because now you, because <clears throat> at the top of the helm, you still have a black narrative being controlled by a white mindset. Because the white mindset white will, not, will, uh, will not have any foundational um, uh, prowess around how to properly dictate and properly um, disseminate the image and, and, and the story of black people, regardless of what the news is. Because mm -hmm. you can have black news, you can look at news and media, and it can be the same story in, in five different news channels told five different ways. So it, and, and, then, and then somewhere in there, maybe lies the truth if you ever get to it. So how can we trust that we're getting an accurate depiction of who we are as black people, accurate depiction of Africanism, of African-centered consciousness, of black Americans in their essence from spaces that are heavily dictated, heavily monitored, and heavily encased within a white-centered consciousness? Not even just white people, but in the minds of indoctrinated black people or brown people or people of color will have a certain idea of what black people are or how black people operate how black people think versus what the actual reality is and this is what we're up against daily because when it comes to the power structure there is the, the systemic oppression and then there is the how the media portrays because as long as you control the mind you control the people and controlling the media means controlling the mind because you're controlling the vision you're controlling what they think around not only other people that look like them but definitely themselves and this is where you get the mm -hmm. self-hate conversation and, 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 how you, and how black Americans look at black Americans. That's because right. it's not even just Africans and people from across the diaspora that may come in with this preconceived notion that was dictated to them around black Americans. Black Americans have even developed this. That's right. And, and that's, and that's the, 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 the Pavlov of like the, the beaten dog of constantly, this is what's getting beaten and, and traumatized into you to where you believe it or not. This is the epigenetic trauma that we're dealing with today that's been implemented within our DNA. It's coded. Our, this, the the self-hatred, the, the not-enoughness, the mm -hmm. everything that we perceive mm -hmm. ourselves as black Americans is encoded in our DNA. So, so how do what do we do, get to do to break those strands and get and get to a space where we have one hundred percent understanding and essence of who we get to be and how we get to well, share the problem that is for, to to other people. Give thanks, and I believe that a lot of it has to do with the fact that we don't have one identity. Mm -hmm. We because we're we not so because not so we have that, allowed. Yeah. See, and this is what uh, give thanks to the ancestor Malcolm, who said, "Listen, 
Leave your religion at home. We have to get we have to get in our minds how we understand information. A society of people, society which is SOC, socio, which has to do with people and relationships. Inside of spaces where there are people and relationships, you are going to have a religion. Religions are dictated by the people's needs. Okay? And it's it's personal. It doesn't have to be um, your full landscape of being. But we have now compartmentalized these things through white-centered consciousness because white-centered consciousness has been dictating how the cultural landscape plays out and because we've taken position right inside of there. If these things aren't working for our community, we should have been gotten rid of them. Get rid of it. I suffer from the worst case of drink pneumonia. I don't know if you guys know what drink pneumonia is, babe, but I got (coughs) real bad. I got drape pneumonia bad like a mug out here, okay? White folks said that drape pneumonia was a pseudoscience um, a diagnosis as to how come white people couldn't understand why black folks wanted to get free. They couldn't understand how black folks wanted to get free from slavery. They were shocked. They was baffled, like, why do these people, why they keep trying to run away from, from being in chains? We don't understand. Thing. We're good we don't people. Understand What's your problem? Why they keep running away? So they decided that running away, something was wrong with you because you tried to run away. Mm-hmm. And see, the day what's happening with us is we're not trying to run away. We're trying to make comfortable our position within white-centered consciousness. So we are not understanding that we are supposed to be trying to break free. And I don't necessarily mean physically free, but break our Mentally, minds free. spiritually, from, emotionally free. From how these things <clears throat> are cataloged within <throat> our space. We don't have one identity because these folks have put all of this stuff in here and created all of this cluster muck that says you can be this and you can do that and you can be this and you can be that, and we don't have one identity as a people. Now, there's always been tribes in Africa. My mother has many houses, right? And that's okay. There are many houses in my mother's house, but they all came from one house, and they all were on the same piece of land. So then we decided to now migrate all over the world we had certain things that still kept us as a unified force because you see our hand and our imprint and our marking all over the world. Mm -hmm. And trust me, since African people haven't really been traveling and cataloging this information and who have been wandering around here with the money cataloging how much clue and how much information remains? White folks. White folks. White folks have done the excavation. White folks have been traveling and, and, and unearthing. You don't know what's out there that belongs to your people. You don't understand that you have yet to tip the, the iceberg with your capacity and power and ability because you continue to function within this limited framework, which is what I say to the African, that you have accepted a, a subordinate posture. You have, sub, su, you have accepted a subordinate posture. Remember when you went to church for those that were Christian, which I used to be, I was raised Southern Baptist, you have to come into the church. You have to say, I accept. I accept with my mouth. I have used my word. They've used your words in order to have you cursing yourself and putting yourself in bondage. So you get to get draped pneumonia of the worst case and try to get free, get your mind free from the matrix and unplug. It's really unfortunate that we have not been able to identify that we should have been trying to get free and spent more time understanding our own personal collective identity. So, Malcolm X, Pan-Africanism, Marcus Garvey, the father of Pan-Africanism, he came out with Pan-African. I understand this conversation of, if you're black, you're from Africa. We can't, that's, that's undeniable. So let's work from what unifies us. And they decided that that was gonna be our start point. Your personal politics, your religion, 
you know your personal views. If your personal views do not support the ascending of the African soul and opening of the African spirit, then keep it at home. Leave it at home. Leave it in the shoebox. I don't care what you do with it. Don't bring it here. Because it doesn't support a unified conversation. That needs to be number one. And then we also get to work through some of those value systems that some of us possess that don't support the ascending of the African soul and the opening of the African spirit. Because we've already integrated some of these things into our thought processes and they've taken root and they begin to spring. So until we get that conversation together, they will continue to devise solutions for them that's on their benefit to keep us divided. It is what it is, family. Like, and this is a critical conversation. Sister Shaharazad Ali, one of our elders, said, black folks think they can just discount things they don't like. If they don't like it, they don't, they don't like it. No, truth and fact are two things that is just truth and fact. And if you don't like it, you just ain't liking it. But that don't make it any less true because you don't like it. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't support the ascending of the African soul and the opening of the African spirit, it's just true and you just don't like it. And you know what the Christians say about those who reject knowledge? Only a fool reject knowledge. I ain't call you no fool. I ain't call you no fool. The Bible for some of y'all who use it says that only a fool reject knowledge. I'm just saying. How are we gonna do this, family? But the elder, Dr. Leonard Jeffries said, use it as a reference. He said, listen, don't get into all of that poo-pooing and foolishness and hollering about where she from. This is, this is his narrative. And he said, we're not going to get engaged at. What we're going to do is we're going to use it as an opportunity to engage a new dynamic. I, I mean, I give honor to the elder. I respectfully disagree. Um, because it wasn't footnoted. And we have a society of people who learn from memes today, mm. who are not reading, who are not doing research on their <clears throat> own accord. Right. There is no award ceremony that's going to be blasted internationally, nationally, that's going to give you black as fuck awards. There is none such. We got some pockets of people who do celebrations and who support each other for the work that we do in support of our people. But there are no major mainstream accolades for being black as fuck awards. Okay? African as fuck awards. There's none. Mm-hmm. It's black enough awards. Black enough awards. There are none. So since there are none, and since white center consciousness has never given you any accolades for how good an African you can be, because the better of an African that you are, the less of a slave you can be. So they're not going to pop-poo you. They don't poo-poo yet. They have a lot of opportunities to award you for being a real good slave and well-adjusted to your oppression. They mm. have a lot of circumstances for that. They, matter of fact, they just think them up every day. They just come up with as many awards as they can so that they can put the carrot in front of your nose and say, come on, get this. And oddly get enough, it, it can very well look like quote-unquote representation. When you start that, seeing absolutely. like, when you start seeing more like brown faces and, and, <laughs> and big afros and things like that within within certain commercials. That's what a commercial today with a woman, mm-hmm. dark-skinned woman, big lips, you know, big nose, and yep. big, af- big, big perfect afro. afro. Just randomly up in, up in the commercial. She looked like she didn't even know why she was in there. But it was just, it's, you know, it's just like, it's 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 good to it's nice to see, but we have to stay grounded in it's the reality the that we're still within the matrix, and the matrix can only allow us so much of 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 you seeing you to where you realize you don't need the matrix to actually mm. operate. So what what it is, wow. it gives you piecemeal to give you balance, so you won't so you won't rebel. It's completely spaz. It's called it's, it's like music that tames the savage beast. Yeah. There, as long as they can keep you as much at bay from rebellion and, and critical thinking and from challenging what the system is putting down on you, 
then they're good. And that may mean, oh, let's throw a black person here and there in a popular commercial. Let's have a, a, yeah. a black woman running in a chase commercial. That's right. Let's have, you know, uh, the dark-skinned black dude with a big, with, with wild, you know, wild hair, free-form locks. Free-form locks. Running on the beach, kicking a volleyball. Let's throw a little bit of that in, in, in Every there. now and again. Let them think that they want. Let's throw a black president in the mix. Let's throw, let's, let's put mm. all these people, all these black faces in, in certain seats and let them and let them believe that there's some form of idea of justice that's going to take place, that something's going to happen, things are going to be different, the system's going to be different. Let's put more black people in places that we actually employ our people to, to maintain the balance. Let's put them in places just to make sure it's a good thing, to make sure that they don't think that they're completely being fought against, that they're being mm. completely pressed down on just enough. Just Let's make enough. them think that there's equality is <clears throat> some real, something real. Because on the other side of the coin, you're still killing black folks. Um, cops are still killing black folks for no reason. At this point, it really is no reason. A lot of music is not even giving excuses anymore. It is killing. Killing black folks on the side of the road. Yeah. Routine traffic stops. And then what do you do? On, on, and how, do, how do we maintain it? How do we, how do we cluster fuck your mind a little bit? Let's, let's make them stop a black family on the road and give them ice cream. Or some stupid shit like that to make you feel like, oh, not all cops are bad. Not all this, you know. There are good cops. There are good people. There are good white people. There are. Look, be clear. It, it, it looks good. It's a great visual. But be clear what the actual method is. Don't let that be the deterrent to have you go back to sleep. Never go back to sleep again. Honey, we didn't see the Super Bowl commercial. We don't watch TV. Oh yeah, we don't. Um, we don't. We don't support Super Bowl. What was Super it about? Because I don't remember. Cap. We don't support Super Bowl. We, we don't. don't we don't watch. Are. Only when I, TV only time period. we see the commercial is if somebody shares it on Facebook. The only yeah. one I saw was a Jason Momoa one. And that was pretty funny. Other than that, like I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> like, since we didn't. We didn't because see we it. can't. We can't support that structure. Yeah, we don't watch TV. And 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 that's another thing in itself too. Like you know this whole idea like boycott and things like that and stand for something. And then what happened with that? Where was the intermix that allowed people to step back in front of their TV screens and go and watch the Super Bowl? I thought there was a, there was a, there was a purpose there. I thought there was a thing there. And well, like, it is, from, it is. you watch it, you do it, whatever. I'm, because I'm gonna understand the dynamics of what we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. It's not about. It's not a beat up. Really, it's, it's a, a check-in. It's, it's a check-in as an assessment because I give all my people grace no matter how they fall. Thanks. Because that's what we, because I Give understand thanks. the tra traumatic state that we're in and the healing that a lot of us have refused to do because we're scared that's to right. see what the truth is going to show us. Well, because we don't want to do the work. You don't want to do the there's work. There's some work. Once you once you free your mind, there's some work after that mm -hmm. because now you have to figure out how you're going to integrate. Um, how you not integrate, but how you're going to support your woke, your your greatest good from the matrix? Because um, if you're awoke, if you're awake, and awake simply means conscious or aware. If you're aware of what's happening in your space, you're not going to make for a good slave. Mm -hmm. mm, you no. can't be no good slave. No. I promise you, I'll be you're trying. You're that thing ain't working out for me. I'm telling you, that thing ain't working out for your girl. You know too much. Your girl out here be getting it. Y'all be catching back. heck. Go back. I be catching heck because I be asking too many questions, and I don't be up in there with my with my fist like, yo, what's up? I don't I don't even go in there like that. But I'm gonna tell you something. If you're out here touting that tout, I'm expecting for your life to look like it. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting for your vibration to show up like it. So if you tell me you up in here helping black folks, I want to see how you helping black folks. Yeah, what does that look Because it looked like you helping yourself. <clears throat> what does it look like? It looked like you helping yourself. Shango, go with me, Shango. And I'd be up in there like this. Suck, man. Come on, let's go. Uh, uh, Fanny Lou Hamer, let's do this thing. Like how much so I'd be up in there like, wait a minute. So what you doing up in here? You helping black people? How you helping black people? You helping yourself. You playing to their ignorance, and you're not setting our people up to win. I got a problem with that. 
Or I'm in a space where I'm the voice of reason and I'm holding, you know, they got all this madness going on, but I'm going to support my people in a way that matters. And then I got my people running around. Oh my God, you're the best person. I do education. I'm in academia. I'm in social services. So when our people who are in spaces where they're so hurt, find a person that give a damn, it's very heavy. And they come and it's okay. Because I know how to deal with that. Because these people are not coming in a way of parasitic. They're coming in a way of healing so that they can breathe. Because some of them are suffocating. But what I don't have, I have a problem with other people who claim that they're the, they're the puppet at Masters. They're the low-key, low you know, foot soldiers of the Matrix. And they claim that they got a little accolade and they could do a little something. And yet, they are brown folks tripping our brothers and giving them rocks to stumble. They're not helping. They're hindering. And they're not unlocking our people and allowing our people to have access to more information and to better opportunities. They, they, they pocket and everything, and they run it back to the master saying, hey, master, I got good numbers. Hey, master, I did this. Hey, master, I did this. And you trip all these folks over here. I got a problem with that. Especially when you're running around here talking about how you're helping black folks. How you stand, excuse me, how you stand for the liberation of the African family. That's a lie. Because if you work in a hospital and you're a doctor and you tell me that you ain't African at work, we got a problem. How you African? How you going to the Kwanzaa in your off time, but in other time and capacity of your life, you're not living in integrity? See, yeah. that doesn't work with Afrocentric consciousness. <clears throat> in Afrocentric consciousness, this is why we don't have a religion. It's a life. It's a way of life that our people go by certain tenets and we work in harmony with the universe and with the earth and Mother Earth and all of the cycles of life. We work in harmony with those things. I don't care what tribe you were a part of and how they chose to unpack those things through system. That is irrelevant. The ultimate goal of those things was to work in harmony with the divine energy of the universe, work with the seasons, and work with the earth and unify and harmony, be in harmony with one another to make sure everybody is supported. To use your gifts for the good and not the bad. So your life was an example of your rhetoric. So when I show up, and half of the time I don't have to speak, I'm just sitting there like, yeah. So this here, um, I asked our, our elder, Dr. Jeffries, you know, he's an uh, incredible resource in the community. And in most things, I agree, but I respectfully disagree. Because this movie was not footnoted, I don't, and we know how white folks, listen, they put out the movie The King and I, and they had Yul Brynner playing um, an Egyptian for how, when did that movie come out? What? Yul Brynner with oh. the Ten Commandments came on every year. When was it? Easter or Thanksgiving? Easter or, or um, Easter or Easter or Thanksgiving is usually Easter one or, or Thanksgiving. The Ten Commandments and Wizard of Oz and the Wizard of Oz. I'm here to tell you and Moses. Yeah, that's I'm here ten, to tell ten, you ten the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Okay. I'm here to tell you, first of all, the Bible is not a historical account. It is not a history book. But a lot of our people use it as such. So when they put this movie out, Easter, she said Easter, that's right. Thank you, sis. I appreciate you. Diane said Easter, the Ten Commandments. <clears throat> Every single year, the Ten Commandments plays on TV with Yul Brynner as an Egyptian and all of these white folks as Egyptians. This is madness. And because they understand the science that your mind reads in pictures, your mind is reading in pictures. Listen, over here in Instagram land, if you guys go out, you guys got to check on Soundbites International Radio on Facebook because 
this may cut off because I think Sound we've been international. A, Sound bites international. I N T R N A T I O N A L A A L international. Spell it out. Spell it out. Um, <laughs> Sound bites. B Y T E S. Sound B Y T E S international. Spell it out. Is space. Go on Facebook because this this feed right here may cut off. Yeah, um, and we appreciate you. Give thanks. Thank you so much, family, for coming yes, in thank you for and sharing with us and, and joining the conversation. Um, but yes, it comes with every day, and we have to have a conversation about Harriet Tubman being. There's a lot of embellishment. <coughs> it took a lot of creative mm-hmm. license. Yeah. There's so many details that were either out of order or just entirely incorrect. On top of creating people that don't exist for to feed what narrative? Um, we can very much say it was like a superhero film. It was a it was a romantic take on um in our opinion and assessment of it, it was a romantic take on on what Harriet Tubman's story actually is and the, mm-hmm. and the power behind the story. So it was like it, there was embellishments and there was like people that were added, people that were taken away, people that were changed into other people. Um, you know, in orders in which you know freedom took place under under the mm-hmm. railroad. A lot of things were were really like um, just unfortunate because it's like it doesn't it's is the story is a story in itself. It's a powerful. It's story. a powerful story, and so it doesn't need embellishment. It doesn't need capes. It doesn't need like you know electricity coming out. It doesn't need all of any this special bells and whistles. It's a powerful story in itself. Um, and you know, the reality is that's what a lot of the movie was met with. And then they had a, a black woman um, do the movie, which made it even worse. Because you know what black folk like to do, which my grandma used to tell me, don't go airing out your dirty laundry. So we don't like to call out black folk in public among each other, or that's another thing that doesn't really work for us in terms of correcting ourselves and correcting our community and having us rise to our highest possibility and stand for our greatest good with integrity in our living and daily walk and having the courageousness to be present because we've taught this world how to respect us or better yet, we've taught this world how not to respect us. And this is why other Africans from other borders can come to this country and surpass us because we have not demanded respect. Mm-hmm. African in America, who represents you at the UN? Where's your flag? Where's your flag? Where's your flag? Who represents you and your position in the world? So we needed something that was going to bring us together. Is there a pan-Africanness at the UN representing Africans in America and what's best for us? If these police continue to shoot these African people as they have been doing for, oh my God, right? You know, Who's coming to bring America heck? Right. Because if you hit other people's communities of people, they got folks that's going to rally up and come and find out who need their head checked. Because mm-hmm. we have nobody. We are defenseless. And I, th- I feel like, you know, even looking further, when you say, like, you know, coming in and like being successful um, within these borders, you know, Africans or immigrants or anybody coming in and being, quote, unquote, successful... And I think it further it, it begs us to further even look at what we what we're looking to create within this African spirit and what that means to get back mm-hmm. to it is that it's successful in terms of what exactly and in terms of whose framework. Right. So when we look at the when we look at what's taking place in the matrix, yes, you become successful. You may be the doctor, what have you, the the lawyer, the, the you may have a, a multi million dollar tech business, things like that, and that's well and good. Um, but one, where is it going to in, in relation to returning? Um, the, the economic growth, the economic glow up, and so to speak, to black communities. How does that look like for that? And and what and what does success look like um, for your people? 
<coughs> uh, and, and and blackness within that because success within the matrix is success by matrix standards exactly. versus success as a black person within the black community in in, in the long standing in our value system thank you great perfect uh, perfect thank line you. um so we have to really look when it comes to going forward and if we choose to say i want to be you know, greater in my representation of, of, of blackness, my representation of my people, my representation of myself mm-hmm. as a black person, as an African person, as an African-minded, African-spiritual person, mm-hmm. then we got to look at the parameters in which we're looking at um, our gauge of success, our gauge of, 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 of um, you know, economic of gain, our gauge of abundance, our gauge of whatever it is that looks like the gauge of greatness. Who's defining that greatness? And then from there, we can build, build out how do we act accurately um, employ that because if we're talking about Western ideology and, and, and colonizer structures as the definition of the, of the greatness that we're trying to perceive, then we're not really striving for anything, right? Other than to be more comfortably suited in our own oppression and, and self destruction. So, and, and you know, in we it has to be looked at into that raw shape, you know, landscape in order for us to really break free of it. Mm-hmm. To say, I don't want that part of my life, um, if I'm expecting to be a better black person a better african person a better sense of my self identity because otherwise if you don't care to do that rock out but if you say that then you have to say that with conviction and not in what you say but in the integrity of what you do and how you move and operate and that means like throwing away the spoils essentially of what the system provides it's not easy we're not going to say it's going to be oh that's it but well, it could that's something be easy. Look, it's something to look at. But, I mean, when looking at human mindset and, like, where we stand currently, it's going to be a challenge. But that, but there's, there's only one way to, to win the game. You got to take up the challenge. You got to do it. got to do it <clears> as a unit. It got to be. It has to be a collective effort. It doesn't have to be alone. Yes, absolutely. It, it doesn't if have to it be was alone, a collective effort, it would not be hard. And it could actually, it could actually turn around safely and responsibly mm-hmm. in five to ten years. Yeah. In five to ten years, in five to ten years, with a conversation of a unity and community and pooling our resources, we could actually have a nation. Mm-hmm. We could have our own nation. For those who wanted to have a nation in America, we could have our own nation. And we could also have a seat at the UN. Because we should. If we're talking about our human rights... Because remember, the African has been struggling for human rights in this country. The fact that black <clears throat> folks are getting shot by police is a violation of human rights, not civil rights. Because you as a human being in an organism, no different than a tree, no different than a whale, no different than a cat, different than a squid. no different than a squid, <coughs> you have a right to live. <coughs> that's divine birthright. Oh, that's right? And no one or no thing should impede on that. White center consciousness has already impeded on the African's trajectory simply for stealing people from Africa and bringing them here for their own selfish gain. That in and of itself was a severe ripple in the human landscape, mm-hmm. number one. And the fact that they don't want to discuss that and they keep you out of having an authentic conversation about it is why you have not reset yourself. Because that was profound and it was an intense rift in the human family. I'm here to tell you to fix it to be functional, we could do a plan in 10 to 5 to 10. Functional. I said functional. Because remember, Dr. Joy DeGruy said that our pain is epigenetic. Uh-huh. So epigenetic <clears throat> means passed down on a cellular level, which is a profound sense of pain. Uh-huh. 
mm-hmm. and suffering, mm-hmm. okay, that some of our people go through and don't even understand why they're having mental health issues because our ancestors is, is riling up inside of them. Because their DNA, because their spiritual center is completely out of whack. And they don't understand how to get in touch with it. And then they're going to white center consciousness therapists. And it might be a brown person with a degree telling you how to take care of your life. And they're not addressing the profound pain and suffering that is arriving from you in an epigenic cellular level. So you're not going to get the help you need. They'll medicate you though. And they might give you a little check. I'm just saying. So this is why it will take for us to be different around how we address these things and we have to look at them authentically in order to actually address them. I am going to consistently challenge your way of thinking. It is what it is. Because as far as I'm concerned, you should be trying to get free. Because we can't do it alone. So other people have to be with us. It has to be a collective effort. One person can change. Harriet Tubman was one person who shifted. And then segue back into Malcolm X. Malcolm X was one person who was destined to shift the consciousness and trajectory of the African, which is why they removed him from the landscape. They took his energy, and that's what we should have been fighting for, human rights and not civil rights. Absolutely. But you know who tricked us into civil rights? White-centered consciousness. White-centered consciousness and the lack of insight in our leadership. (coughs) And... The fact that we allowed ourselves to be put into a situation of um, survival mode, so therefore we made hasty decisions without doing a research, and we not we don't we don't even we don't even know all the landscapes. You know, African white folks got research institutions; they have entire buildings with budgets for doing research on social behavior. Not just one; it's tons of them of people who just spend time understanding people and motivation and what they do and why they do it. If you're not understanding that, there's no reason for us to continue to say we don't know what black folks' problem is because I know what black folks' problem is. I know. I also have some solutions for black folks, but are they checking in for it? Hell no. You know why they not? Because that big institution, when they found out what motivates you, they created a landscape of protocol to keep you off-center. Mm-hmm. That's what they did the research for. They didn't do the research to help you. They didn't do the research to help you get a black African identity taste, and have self-confidence. They didn't do that. No, no, no. They did that to study you to find out how to keep you in the third leg of an eight-leg race. And guess what? They have been extremely successful. Mm-hmm. And the two little trinkets and whatever you get and whatever little accolade you get and whatever little tiptoe you get forward. You know, they had this movie over here. They had... um the quote-unquote arc, and they was $1 billion per ticket to get on this boat. Mm-hmm. $250 million, I forget the name of the movie, but 250,000 people got to be on this boat that Japan had built because the earth was, something was happening with the earth, some kind of Armageddon movie. No. Your little $2 that you got yeah. won't get you a seat on the raft, on the ark. It wouldn't Love get you a that. seat. It wouldn't get you a seat. So at the end of the day, you lived your life out of integrity, you lived your life for your life, trying to fit into a space. You didn't set your children up to win. You did not allow them to have access to a consciousness that would give them an authentic uh, identity and pride and the knowing, unabridged. You didn't even give them human rights because they got to turn on their TV, look at their Facebook, check on their friends, and we got to be screaming and howling about black folks getting shot by cops who don't understand why they did it. Yeah. So you don't live in a bubble. 
You don't live in a bubble. Blue Ivy is now at this point uh, just just taking a, a little social because it's a social examination right now, case study. Blue Ivy's mother comes from a middle class African family or brown family. Brown or African they are in the house. Brown family. Jay Z came from the projects. Their daughter, their children are gonna be first generation wealthy. Blue Ivy will not know struggle, but she will come up in this world, so her parents have to build her internal identity and code. When she reaches a certain age, she will begin to peer out into the world and begin to make her own assessment. She's probably doing it now, because I can recall my first cognitive, scientific evaluation of my living experience. I was seven years old. Oh, judge about them expressions she be making. She's chef definitely assessing the landscape. I don't know. I think she get that face just just from getting that face from her father. She got that stink face. She just make that stink face all the time. (laughs) That's because she gets that face from her father. "Mm." But they but they always catch her taking that face. It pisses me off. It pisses me off that they always getting pictures of blue eyes with that like like some stink face that they always post about her. But I'm sure that she has. And also, if you don't get the right types of information to make when you're making these critical assessments about life, mm-hmm. you'll be off center. Yeah. Because there are people around here that's talking about integration, that's talking about a kumbaya conversation. And let me tell you something. If you hear me saying love black means hate white, then you need to check your hearing. Exactly. That's not what I said. I never said that. What I'm saying is I'm making an assessment that white people, because of their background, their circumstances, and their epigenetic issues, cannot teach you how to be a powerful African. That's a fact. That's not an opinion. That is a fact. Now, what you can do is you can have acts. If you knew what to ask for, you could utilize white folks who believe that they are allies to black people. And you could allow them. I can definitely sit here with a white person with access and resources and say, this is what I need. One, two, three, four, five. And because I know they have access and ability to be able to utilize them as a resource to my end, that is my greatest good as an African, they can then help. But see, Africans are not doing that. Africans are sitting here waiting for white folks to tell them how to advocate for themselves, where to try to get legality, who to try to go knock on what door, can I get a grant over here? See, this is what you're waiting for, white folks who tell you, and this is why you can't get free. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't get free. That's the problem. Because you have not yet assessed what's good for you and what is your greatest good. You don't even know what to ask for. Mm-hmm. You're asking for jobs out here, African. Shouldn't be asking for jobs. Malcolm X said, if you're a man and you're human, can't nobody give you humanity. You go off and you take it. How about you just wake up one day and be fucking human? Because that's what I did. Should I play that I was like, whatever. You woke up one day and you was like, I'm, I'm human. Okay, human. I'm human. I'm, I'm human. I'm here. Like, you ain't got to like it. And that was into that. Already painting her ass as an angry black woman. Who? The media talking about blue. <clears throat> you know, about oh, expressions. Since I ain't even see that, yes. Yeah. Look, yeah. that, that's what they're doing. And, and she has like, to, like it And you know what? Early. It's probably a brown person. Like, look, look, with it the is. camera behind the lens, saying, ooh, this is funny, y'all. Look, this is funny. Look at Because only we would know those nuances. Only we would know those nuances. Any, any paparazzi that's, that's but even if they're brown, but not if uh, only black people can, okay. can assess those nuances. Because we know what those are. Black folks don't see that kind of stuff. They don't see that. They don't know what that is. They don't care. Whatever. Like, but, like, we see that because where we, I only see them on black outlets. That's the only time I see these pictures. Yep. Of her, of her face. 
You know what I mean? And, like, and, and yes, it gets painted. And that's where we become agents of the system. Yep. And that's where we, we've been inhabited by the agents of the system. <laughs> to where now we do the work. And it's, the, it's, it's, it's less work for them to do. They can focus on other ways and new strategies to be diabolically dis, uh, divisive oh, to us. Oh, gosh. And, and create a new pathway. Because you do, how do you win the game? You always got to stay 10 steps ahead. So as long as you have the enemy squabbling within himself over mm. here, okay, good. Now that gives me more time to work on another strategy to win and also to keep... And build another obstacle in, in the way yep. of, the, of this race because it's a race. Let's go racism. It's race. It's, it's a race to get to for, for them. It's for superiority's purposes. Who's yeah, the well, best? that's what they're calling it. In my opinion. Who's the best? Who's, who's the best? Where I mean, you going? I, I, yeah, yeah, I know. But where you going? Yeah. At the end of the day, to the top. Your life really wasn't built for this. You as an <laughs> organism, it wasn't for you to wait. That's why I said you guys don't know what to ask for. Sorry, I didn't cut your course. No, you weren't supposed to wake up and say, "Oh, I'm gonna go to school and." Uh, Look at how every hurricane, the black people waiting in the water, lost, looking for whitey to save us. Yep. Mm-hmm. And not even out here trying to devise innovation because we're innovative. These white folks can't even tell you how they built the pyramids yet. They still can't figure it out. With Rather no technology. With no technology. They don't want to say African <clears throat> people have the ingenuity and the tech to be able to do that it's then. still entertaining these conversations. They're, they'd rather say aliens built the pyramids, guys. You know, and, and clearly the writing inside of the pyramids are all brown people. It must be aliens. All brown Jack. people. Okay. But it must have been aliens who came in here and did all of this wonderful work because we definitely can't attribute it to these clowns that we diabolically mind-fucked and held them over here for 400 years and completely fucked them up diabolically internally inside. Their entire code is already clusterfucked because they now don't even know how to function within their own capacity. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't possibly be the fruit of these people. So we're going to say they're different. So now Egypt is no longer a part of, quote-unquote, pseudo is not no longer a part of Africa. And the Europeans now in Africa and Egypt are claiming to be the Egyptians. Yeah. When they are Euro, you know, watered down over centuries and centuries and centuries of migration to Egypt. Yes. Where are the original Egyptians from Egypt? But if you go there and you find the ghetto black folks, you know they're going to find because they got a hood everywhere. They got a hood everywhere. everywhere. And there's going to be brown ass, dark ass, brown, black folks in Egypt somewhere in the hood. Guaranteed. The big house is always inhabited by light because light and white is always right. I'm just saying. And this is consistent around the world. And there's a a problem with that narrative if you're not willing to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Brother Malcolm was definitely a special kind of person. Um, There's a narrative out here today... um, Hasir posted, if Malcolm X was living today, what would that landscape look like? Yeah. And I had, uh, we wouldn't be in a situation that we're in if Malcolm was living. No. Because Malcolm loved the people. No. And even when I hear people talk about Malcolm, they try to say that Malcolm got arrogant and that he, no, he he's a, he's a master of understanding. He was a master of contemplating the environment and <clears throat> knowing the players and assessing resources. Anybody that says arrogant, you can take that for a grain of salt. Because what is no, that was perce- just other men. What is their perception? Of the that was other men and their testosterone and their jealousy. They're jealous. Um, and their lack of ability within themselves. Because then, what's your assessment? What's your gauge? You don't even have, you, if you don't even hold a gauge of, of understanding of what blackness is from some perspective of someone like the likes of a Malcolm, then you have no gauge to even know where the, to begin to know where arrogance lies, or to you don't you don't know confidence and understanding in your work and your rhetoric. And your integrity and in how you function in everyday life. 
You don't. You, you're not even. I, I've said that there's no one today that can even shine Malcolm. No. Shoes, period. I don't care what anyone says. There nope. is no one today in any form of remote leadership that can shine Malcolm X's shoes and the, the power and essence of who he was as an orator, as a leader, <clears throat> as as a scholar, um, and as a man, as a man of integrity. Period. Who stood by his word? Stood by his word. Stood by his people. Lived first. the rhetoric. Lived and the see, he was so balanced. Yes, he was so yes. balanced. Yes. He was so balanced, and he was so human mm-hmm. and powerful and aware. And and also, he he loved the people in a way of protection. Mm-hmm. He loved the people in a way of protection. And because politics and set tripping got involved, that was the problem. Well, angels and gangs. Set tripping got involved. Because at this point, there should not have been a brown person that would have been willing to turn on Malcolm. There shouldn't have... J. Edgar Hoover should not have been able to find a black person to turn on that man. Mm-hmm. That's how... That's what Salbona means. That's what Ubuntu... That's what it means. Mm-hmm. When you Salbona and Ubuntu, there's no way you would have taken a resource like Malcolm from the people. And the people that lived outside of Malcolm, their impact was nothing compared to what would have been created if Malcolm was still living and been able to actualize his work to its fullest extent. None. Not a single one. There's been some things made. There's been a few things made, but the impact pales by comparison for an African who powerfully stands within his own fabric and knowing and confidently and is not checking for validation. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking my mans and them with me and you ain't got to like it. It's not just rhetoric. It's not cool talk that appeals to the people's sickness. Because the people are sick and they're tired. So I'm not here for claps and yo's and woes and, and, and whoo and hoopla. I'm not here for it. I'm here for actual, factual, making things happen. And his conversation with being a Pan-African, there would be a nation to this day if Malcolm was living. But the distortion in white-centered consciousness saw a people supporting themselves as a threat to national security, African. And to this very day, quote-unquote radical Africanism, radical Pan-Africanism is a threat to national security. How is this possible? How is this possible? I'm suffering from one of the worst cases of draped pneumonia. Peace and blessings out there in Instagram land. Thanks for seeing with us. Peace and blessings. So we want to <coughs> really understand where we coming from and what we are referencing when we start looking at these other folks and their narrative for our community. Mm-hmm. For sure. So if you haven't seen the new Netflix special with Malcolm X, uh, not with him, like his, his TV show, it's but Who Killed Malcolm X? It's um, brother um, Abdul Rahim Muhammad, I believe his mm-hmm. name was. Um, Abdul Rahman. Rahman, Mah- Rahman. Rahman uh, Muhammad um, took it upon himself to, to, to investigate um, the true nature of Malcolm X's killing, who 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 was truly responsible for his killing, and how he can find justice for Malcolm, and, and hopefully find some peace within that, in some semblance. I don't know, because <clears throat> we are where we are since he's been gone. Um, but check it out. Um, let us know what you think. You can share with us um, on our page or message us, what have you. Let us know what you think about that. But really looking at, you know, just the, the depths of interception, the depths of infiltration that took place. 
to deconstruct the power of, the, of this man to really have him be in a, in a conversation of, um, not even a conversation though, because he was clear on what was happening to him when it started happening. Um, but I just wish, I wish he would have had a way to get away. <clears throat> yeah. I wish. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And yeah. see, this is another thing too, because, you know, they're working from a front of Islam and Islam had, has had its presentation in the way that it sits women. You know, I'm not going to say it oppresses women, but it, it categorizes women and it allows them to have certain types of maneuverability within the set. There's too much, there was, there was too much testosterone in that space. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, because if there was a woman, if, if it was understood as balance and there was a woman in the space of his wife was a powerful entity, but she wasn't in the same on par with Malcolm mm -hmm. in terms of his impact and his ability within the community. If there had been a woman to say, hey, listen, you know what? It's time to go. It's time to go. I need for you to get in this plane and don't tell me where you're going. Take your family. <clears throat> I'm the only one that know you leaving. When you get there, let me know. Don't tell nobody because I got bad feelings about this. Take two years, take a break, take somewhere, sit down, yeah. disappear, go to Cuba, bounce and be out and just take some sit down time. Yeah, but who was in his corner to really hold that? Nobody down? was in his corner. His right hand security man was the turncoat. <laughs> his right hand security detail was the person that knew every single move he made. And this is the. I also made a post today that if you need to be deceptive, if you can't be transparent, you have something to hide. But that is also a learned behavior from white center consciousness. Because everything about the way that they function is based on deception and maneuverability. And for those who read the Christian Bible, it's the serpent whisper in your head. If he says something ugly and if it was nasty and disgusting, you would never let it near you. It's obviously always something that could bring and allure your attention in that's going to be acceptable in the way that you experience life. And that's how it always creeps up on you. But see, in my world, there should not be an African that would turn on another African under no cause for period. no cause, period. period. Because we are having, we all are collectively in a situation where we have the shared circumstance. There should be no, even if you came up a little bit, it still doesn't impact the bigger landscape. That's a short-sighted game for you by yourself. What about the family out here? After Malcolm X got killed, they hit the streets with crack cocaine. Crack cocaine, heroin was on the way out, somewhat, and crack cocaine came and ravished the black communities in the 80s. Mm -hmm. See, if Malcolm was living, that would never happen. Because you know something? Other stuff. Malcolm, was, of black people. Malcolm was also running out the drug, the drug game. So there's a lot of people who didn't want that man standing because of how he was loving on his people. Mm -hmm. He came and he started clearing out the dope houses. You know who were running dope houses in the 60s? Italians. Jews and Irish were running the, the drug game, the rap game, the, the, um, the, the, not the racket, the racket, the, the, the numbers racket, mm -hmm. <clears throat> the drug game, moving weapons. They was on borders bringing in all kinds of junk that was hit, hitting our communities, bringing in guns. So there was a lot of people that do not want the well-being of the African. Because if, if you have well-being, you cannot be exploited. Mm. So there are people who have skin in the game. And I'm not talking about one-on-one, -on -one, man man-on-man with white folks. Because white folks are ignorant, most of them. Most of them are ignorant because their consciousness is on autopilot. 
And as long as they win, <coughs> why would they investigate anything other than that? And since you haven't allowed them to sour ball now with you, you haven't allowed them to see you African because you've been pandering to them, because you've never criticized the work that they do, because the shit that they've been kicking you is actually a mess, and it's always been a mess. Mm -hmm. I don't know why you continue to applaud this foolishness. It's garbage. But you haven't been saying that. So they think everything is cool. So when they see black folks out here protesting, damn, what they mad about now? What they doing out there? Uh, yeah. Gosh, they screaming again? <clears throat> oh, they shot a black guy. What did he do? He was a dope man, wasn't he? He was selling drugs, wasn't he? Yeah. I bet you his ass got a, a record, don't he? Right. What does that have to do with anything? Only black men or <clears throat> black people get to be branded as a criminal for their entire lives. But don't let the white boy go in there and shoot up all these people in the church. Oh, he had mental health. He was he had a he had a horrible upbringing in his childhood. Mm-hmm. That's not a conversation in our communities. Mental health, what is that? No. Be that's the devil. Beat the devil out of you. There's no mental health. There's no there's no possibility of something some different deterrent around why you're acting the way you're acting or behaving <clears throat> in the way you're behaving. That's not perceived in our in our in, in our landscape. We're just animals out here just chilling. That's 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 where we're at with our human conversation, and that's what he said. And the only way for for it to be a common common conversation is just like you said, is to make it commonality versus being a quiet time when they come around. I have white friends. I have conversations around like this all the time. You know, we can make, intermix with it being human. We can have our fun. We can also talk about the reality of what we, the racial aspects um, and, and injustices that take place within the society. And you can have a nuanced conversation around blackness and, and, and what is taking place. I can have a better conversation with some of them than, than, than some of black folk. folk oh, yeah. You know, well, because they also <laughs> have space for having a conversation because they want to know. Some yeah. of them genuinely want to know. Some of them genuinely want to help and see what they can do because mm-hmm. half of them don't even know what they could do because they like, listen, they're not getting ready to go home to their racist families. They got family members that, you know, 60, 70 years old, he's calling these niggas and niggas and niggas. You think white folks don't call you niggas when you're not at their house? When they're not at work? Some of these white folks get caught up at work calling black folks niggas these days. So you think they can take this narrative that they got from me or has sent home to their family members? They don't have the courage to be blacklisted or to be the black fed, the black sheep in the family. They don't. They don't have the courage or the balls for it. At all. That's why you got a walking fiend out here jittering saying these, these, these speeches. That man is doing. shook. He's shook. He's shook, but he's like, look. He's shook. I'm, He's like, I feel like I gotta say this, but <coughs> he's shook. Sure. I'm sure he's surprised he got an Oscar. And it's sad. Like, he shook. He shook. But it should be a common conversation. It really should. It should be because a- it's so common <clears throat> that it's happening so commonly. I don't know how come it's not a common conversation to discuss. But it's it is a conversation to have it in a framework to have it authentically. Now that's what's not normal. Yeah, we do have a people of color conversation where we kumbaya and we tap dance and we have everybody up in here getting what they need up front on a tail of black numbers and then they be like, we out. We help. I helped you. I helped you get your come up. I helped you, supported you. But when it's time for you to now turn around and support me, suddenly you, you be like this. Nah, I don't want to get involved. Really? But it was okay when you were spending my dollars. It was okay when I was out here helping you march and when I was signing your petitions. Right? See, but this is the African conversation that we get to have where we have some really real vulnerable spots in our house about our African family members who've been dropped at different borders. We gonna need to check them. Mm-hmm. We're gonna need to check them and have a conversation with them. Because guess what? If Africans was not here on this continent dying and, and fighting for whatever you came here and got, you wouldn't there would be no reason for you to come here. Mm-hmm. This country was built on the backs of Africans. 
The people you look at today are the children of those individuals who built this country, who were robbed by corporations and government sanctioned oppression and tyranny over 400 plus years. Mm. The people that you stand in front of every day and you lord over them and say, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And some of them don't have the exposure. Some of them, their behaviors are horrible. It is true. Their mouths are reckless. They don't even know how to change and switch up code switch in different spaces because they just never had the culture and the environment for it. It is what it is. But there's a way to have a conversation about that. There's a way to have a conversation. They always ask me where I'm from because they assume that there's no way I'm this intelligent or I speak this way or I can present this way and I'm American black because that demonstrates their narrative as to what they believe American blacks are. And I hate to say it, but oftentimes, I don't care where it's a master. I have to, I have, to have a friend who got all the master degrees and all the licenses and et cetera, et cetera, and tell her that she wasn't going to bash no women's windows in. I'd tell this woman, because, see, we've compartmentalized our education from the matrix, and it's separate and apart from our personal value system. We only do that so we can make our money, because that's how the matrix wants you to experience it. But in African, everything must be on a cellular level. I must have relationships on a cellular level. I must be interacting with you on an authentic, transparent, cellular, saubona level, or else it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So if you got something to hide, the light of truth is going to expose it. Here's what it is. Peace and blessings, family. Peace and blessings, family. We appreciate y'all coming in with us tonight. Uh, yes. Um, <clears throat> definitely, like, we appreciate y'all joining, the con joining you know, and watching the, the feed. <laughs> We would love for you to join the conversation and, and, and share your insights <laughs> yes. and, and your interactions. We would greatly appreciate it. It helps move things forward. Um, you know, we don't want to be here just for, you know, to, to view. We want to be part of, we want you to be part of the, of the conversation. Yes, so please. we thank you for those, you know, shout out to Instagram folks um, tuning in. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and just keep joining us each week with, with these conversations. We, we, there's, there's always a conversation to have. It's a very nuanced conversation. Um, it could be very, it could be light or heavy, however we choose to roll with it. Right. But um, there's there's complexity to that we need to unpack and address. Yeah, thanks. Um, and we're here to do it with you constantly until we get Repetition it is the mother of all Until we feel at home. We're going to keep unpacking until we feel at home. Exactly. So um, this is what we're here for. This is Soundbites International Radio. Um, but Black Consciousness is the claim. One, one world, world is the aim. Um, it's a couple of things. <clears throat> It's a little again, housekeeping. Um, again, so um, so if, if you're not aware by now, we're gonna just assume. If you're not aware by now, um, Nefera is uh, the founder of Kisasor, um, yes. which provides spiritual well ele elevation and wellness to um, uh, those of us across the diaspora. Thanks. Um, and she does, and and as a as a, a minister of spirituality, a sacred woman, and a um, a master coach, uh, she is providing now a wellness companion Give program. Thanks. Um, that has just begun. Uh, support you through your wellness journey, meaning that means weight weight release, or you know need a, a, a more med meditative practice or whatever you want to call it. Whatever gets you to your best self in your wellness. Um, this program is for you. Uh, it's ninety yes. days. So if you please go to keys to soar dot com. K e y e s number two s o a r dot com. Um, go to the website. Register for the program today. Yes. Um, and, and get your wellness on because um, she, she's here to set you up to win as your buddy. Um, accountability is what's key, and that's what's going to get us through um, everything that we choose to heal from. So, so definitely uh, take advantage of that wellness journey. 
Um, <clears throat> you know, I, she, you know, she supported me over the years with, you know, with my wellness journeys. You know, and, you know, we may have ups and downs through life happenings, but when we when we're on it, um, I've lost a lot of, I've released a lot of weight, a lot and, of weight. by understanding and but in within that process, I got to understand my body better. I got to understand my mind and my spirit Get better. It strengthened me um, to under to have that knowledge. And now, whenever I consume, I see. And, and, and feel, di- you know, differently. And I, I see what works for me and how my body reacts. My body's talking to me. So we have a conversation now, which wasn't present, yes. be- which wasn't present before. That's and that it. means have a better conversation with your food and how you see food and how you see consumption. Um, so, so, yeah, so please... Uh, Please register today for that wellness journey. Yes. And, and, and get your life. Get your life Get your together. life together. Get Come your on life through. Life. Get your African life together. Life, life. Life, life. We um, all got the frogs in our throat. Listen, that's all the more reason to get your wellness journey. It's helped me bounce back journey. quite a bit, but you know, these, they out here. These, these, these things are working out here. They give thanks. engineering. But, um, yes. Yeah, so also, if you're in the New York, if you're in New York City, um, <clears throat> I will be performing on February 26th at Bowery Electric. Bowery um, Electric coming tickets through. Tickets are available now. I can uh, vote. No, excuse me. Share the ticket link within the, the group. Yes. In the chat. Um, so look forward to you coming out. Please come out to enjoy that show. It's going to be an amazing show, an arts festival um, full of, you know, uh, painting, live painting and, and, and photography and all sorts of art mediums taking place throughout the night. Uh, R&B, hip hop, you know, different mediums. So definitely come out. Um, on Bowery film, Electric uh, Bowery in the Electric, city. 327 Bowery 327. in Manhattan, NYC. Wednesday, February 26th, from 6 to 1 a.m. So come see It will be in the link. The link will be posted. Yes, the link will be posted in the the chat. Yes. Um, So I do hope you can come out and bring some friends. um, Get them, you know, get them, get them tickets. Let's pack the house up. That's what it's about. That's how you support. And we're here for adding value. That's it. We're here for adding value. And trust and believe you will get a show. I guarantee you that. And I can say that with full confidence. Give thanks. Um, All day, every day. Yes, indeed. So. And fortification. I say fortification. Um, So, yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's some stuff for now. Anything else? Um, you can think of. No, we're good. I think we're good. So, thank y'all. We're gonna get up out of here. Yeah, we do. <coughs> Let's me. get powered up, Let's folks. Be, yes, yes. I think actually I want to play this clip from the from the movie from the the mafia. Okay, clip. so we're gonna play a clip. We're gonna play a clip, and then we're gonna. And we're still gonna go out with our powered um, up vibe. So stay with us. We got about. Three more minutes. Hang with us, fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you know, three to four more good. minutes. Peace of blessings, family. Stay with us. So, 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 just take a listen. Be with us right for the moment. Take a listen to this clip, just to get the vibes right going out of this conversation. Give thanks. Thanks. So don't wait for your justice. I'm not for it. I'm not here for waiting for justice. Take your justice now, y'all. So take your freedom now. Within that, 
as we close, as we always do. Always do. Let's power it up. Let's power it up in the channel. Of our, I, I am with the brother Naeem Bricks. Power of um, words, sacred yes. word. So this family. is national one love. We're gonna break up out of here. Tune into the power of your I am right now. And, uh, Tune in. Yes. The village is now in unison right now. Yes, Get yes. some of this power. Peace and blessings, everybody. Affirmation, but it's not an answer. I reply, listen again. My affirmation is your answer. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of I am. Handsome chocolate mofo, yo. Anytime I'm on GoPro. Liverpool high home growth. Living spots with a coke so low. Cause this is what foul morale so low. So I pissed it fast, pitch it slow. Till the cows call home, bro. It didn't make sense. I was told as a child I wouldn't be shit. Revenge on my mind, started flipping the script. They fed me lies, started puking that shit. They treated me different, I embraced that shit. You know the ones that be closest to you to be the family ties. Sacred bonds, seeing plenty murder, dirty, dirty service. Little cuz cock up with a dirty burn up. But better. I believed in me a thousand percent Bet I achieved what I was sitting here to get And I couldn't resist Killing these niggas with their toxinness Without a pocket pistol monotonous Told myself I couldn't rock with this Hanging with goofies couldn't get rich True blood suckers couldn't see bliss Couldn't see shits Chris gold face Nigga, nigga, they're wrong I ain't regurgitating, percolating Singing the same song I'm blessed all day long You lame all day long Having a form of godliness But denying the power thereof some people might say I'm washed. Well, they're absolutely right. I am washed. As in washed, cleansed, and purified of the nonsense they tried to attest to my context. I am resilient. I am more than a survivor. I am a thriver. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth could deny the power of Surprised that I ain't lost my mind. Had to take setbacks and learn to with setbacks. That those I gave jetpacks that no planes don't fly. Now I'm in no space, so wasting my time. Focus my goals to ship paradigms. My get up and go to keep my folks from dying. So I'm in the road with a goal that's refined. Yeah, body with a mean vision. Reflecting from every angle through a clean prism. Dark matter reflecting intact, the color was gray. When I lost my mother, found peace inside my queen. And I leaned in on my brothers. Yeah, bars was shaping up the grand scheme. I done wrestled to the mat, all my damn demons. In a matter of time, became a champion. Now my everyday marches to do the damn thing. So my aim's a pack out of the arena, inspire the future leaders with every line of the levers of guards and non-believers. Do what they can't conceive us, love what we do and leave us. Brick, they never see us. Woo! God damn, I'm feeling good, mother. Fuck what they say, I'm doing what they never would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a grasp on your life, yeah. Pay many sacrificial prices. Body, I'm done playing nice, yeah. They go to recognize who the nice is. From the north to the southeast, kicking a deserving lane, share about seats. I'm aligned with it, man. You cannot be. Say anything I want, yeah. Turn up! Man, I ain't talking in terms of I wish, I want to, or even I will anymore. 
Only things I proclaim my I do, I have, and I am. I do as my ancestors instruct. I have all I need to affect change, and I am a living magnification of God. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more than the loveless. I love me more than the loveless. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth could deny the power of.